Eduardo que eu posso sentir. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Trifactor Podcast. This will be episode 31. Um, once again, the Trifactor Podcast is to shed a spotlight on the Trinidad for our professional footballers. And not only professional, but if you make it to intercall level, university level, and where well, we have a, a Trinidad to be going to national here. So um, tonight we have Andre Fortune, the second. Good night, Andre. How are you doing, bro? Good night, good night. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? We're good, we're good. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. All right. So, so I like to kick it off with um, going all the way back. Um, simple question. Um, so, are you getting into football, bro? What, what, what were your first memories of football? Um, so, actually, I have, a, I have a picture at home with me laying in the crib. With a, with a ball next to me. Right. right. I don't... <laughs> I don't remember it myself, but um, from, um, from the very, very beginning, I think I've always been involved. And, uh, you know, my father's a coach and he, he always has been, as far as I know. So just being around the game and stuff like that, um, I think that that's really where the involvement started. Okay, okay. So um, ball in the crib as a youngster, your parents... Are from Trinidad and Tobago, is that right? Yes, correct, correct. So, Both parents. Both parents. Yes. All right. All right. So, um, give us a little bit about that background. Um, how they ended up in the US? Um, yeah, so I think they, they both came up for school, really. Um, All right. So, they both ended up, you know, in the Northeast, uh, doing their thing for school and whatnot, and then ended up moving to North Carolina. And not too long after that, I came around and it's just always been, you know, I've always been very appreciative of that because I've, I've, I've had the, the culture growing up in the household. Um, you know, obviously living in America, you get that side of things as well. So I, I had kind of two cultures growing up, um, yeah. which which I was really appreciative of. I always had a different perspective than the other people around me. So sure. it was yeah. nice. You used to go, you used to go turn that often? Yeah, we used to go, um, I don't know if they did it intentionally, but I think it was once like every two years or something like that. Uh, yeah, good, good. Having, having family down there and stuff like that. Um, so so Carnival and Fat and thing, you know about all that? Well, I know about it. I, I never was... <laughs> yeah, they won't let him do it. <laughs> I would put up in youth man for that. But it's I mean, that kid is Carnival, man, so I didn't Yeah, but you'll bring our youth man quite back here to go to this Carnival. <laughs> no, you watch on TV. But, um, all right. But you know about doubles and bacon, shark and the food. All, all of that, all of that. All right, try, 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 try. If you don't mind, Martin, where, where are your folks from? I, I, we are a little biased on this um, podcast. Yeah, from saw... North or South? Well, to be honest, I, I don't I don't know in particular. In I, think, sure. I, I think... What the... part of Trinidad used to stay when I was little back then? I was like, I don't. I don't even remember. Because the last few times I went, I didn't well, stay in the family yeah. yet. Yeah, it was in training. Yeah, I understand. That. Oh, was there? Um, give me, yeah. give me, give me a city name. Now, nah, give me a name. Um, what town? Give me a. Nah, nah, nah. This one like a north man. Yeah, nothing. Mal, Mal, Malabar. This one like a north man. You know yeah, what I say? This one like a north man. North. I think, I think, I think my parents are from the north. I really, I, yeah. I couldn't. This one like a north man. If you're a south man, you'd have to tell me that from one thing. They're drilling to them. Yeah, yeah, they're drilling to them. Yeah, north man. 
Because you see, no people, we don't really, we, we don't have to prove ourselves. So that's just go that. You saw men and them. Try, try, try. You, you, you're not, man, most likely. Relax yourself now. Right, so. um. Well, here what you're doing for my Andre. Yo, just control more of my parents. <laughs> if we correct, right? Yeah, 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 I could do that. I know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you can see, so I did see um, Rap Guy on here. Um, no, me. We really keep it pushing, right? So, um, me. Youngster. Since you're um, in a crib, um, I like to ask people about their, their, their natural attributes before they, they will develop. What do you think were your best attributes or raw talent? Um, I think I think the the perception, the way I see the game, I think that's one of the things that, that I'm, I'm really good with. But then always, like, from a young age, one of the, one of the things that was always trained and worked on was the, the technical aspect of the game and I think I was able to grasp a lot of those things quite well with both feet right and and just kind of keep pushing it and and developing that so I think technically I, um that's definitely one of my one of my strengths for sure I see it in some highlights dog I was checking I was checking it out 2.2 <laughs> and I see I see the man's called left foot volley I see the man's called right foot curls like Lampard like just yeah everything everything all right yeah yeah we see it like a box a box midfielder, very technical. Um, who who would you say was your uh, your idol, Plata or better wood growing up? Um, in terms of for football on the whole, I grew up football. watching watching Ronaldinho. Um, <laughs> right. You know, so I, yeah. he, he kind of you know made me fall in love with the game and whatnot. In terms of my specific position, I don't think I really truly idolized somebody until later on. So it, right. you know. Somebody like a, a Yaya Toure or, or right, like a, right. <laughs> uh, I think I think that would be the guys that I really look at more recently. That's like that's like great player. We'll say you going on Hoffman question again because my question <laughs> was going to be right. Given your age, you 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 would have been maybe about ten like when Trinidad football was at its highest moment now. So I was wondering like if there were any particular Trinidadian players that you. You followed up on and looked up, not just like the generic footballer, but like you know, you somebody that you res you thought you resonated with in the Trinidad football setup. I don't know if that's totally a question. Yeah, I think I think it was a bit early for me in terms of you know positionally and whatnot because obviously, um, you know, I I had the opportunity of going to the World Cup actually, so I was there. And I, I watched all three games. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I, I yeah, well, you, you get through there, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I got to enjoy that one, you know, personally up up, up close. So there, I wouldn't say there were any players in particular, at least not from a footballing standpoint. Uh, you know, so for example, I, and as a younger guy, like I, I like Brett Sancho because of his hair. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, from a football way, yeah, not really. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there was anything yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then right. I get the exposure to it. So I could understand that. That makes sense. Right. Uh, it sounds like from a young age, you it had a, a, a football culture around um Supportive family. Yeah, going to the World Cup, things like I that. You, that. You were yeah, very, yeah. very exposed. Um tell us a little bit about um your your parents, most likely your father's um influence on your career so far. Yeah, um, it's you know, it's been it's been huge. I don't think I could ever really truly summarize it in terms of everything that he's that he's done and 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 helped me with um growing up. I mean, there's you know, countless hours spent on the pitch, 
every afternoon after school training, um, you know, the, the financial sacrifices, being right. able to, to, you know, take me here, take me there. He, he, you know, he's, he's coached me up until I ended up playing academy um, up in the state, well, in the state. So it was, it was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of effort put in and not just from him, obviously, you know, my mother's involved too. I have a sure. who's always there, but um, yeah, the efforts were, were immense. They were, they were, they were, they were, incredible in terms of helping me to get where I am so far. All right. Um, and I see uh, your brother, tell me if I'm pronouncing his name correct, Ajani? Yes, yes. Ajani. Right, Ajani as well, um, fellow pro. Um, so it was a, a family culture um, dedicated to, to the craft. Um, were there any sibling rivalries growing up? <laughs> <laughs> always, always. We um, there's a little space in the house that that we used to have like a, a, a little ball. We would set up, you know, two goals and we we attack each other, you know, every single day. <laughs> yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, our parents used to get upset sometimes because you know they're hearing the, the ball banging off the wall or whatever. Right, right, right. You know, somebody ends up hurt because of a tackle or something. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't inside the house, though, right? Well, no, it was inside the house. Inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just so. This. This is why we're here. I'm putting it on the record here. Uh, if have anybody in, on this podcast right now that never played football inside the mother house? <laughs> no, but you, you, you play it so, inside. So, the, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Never make point. Never make point. No, no, make point. Right. We've all done it, right? Why is it so hard to believe that this youth man and your brother do? <laughs> because the way you make it sound is like the parents know they're playing inside. They're not supposed to know you're playing inside. If, if they know you're playing the inside, know, if they know the you're playing inside, know. they're in trouble. So you're supposed to sneak that. That's when they go stop. But when, they they go, go before. when they go grocery or something, that is when you play inside. <laughs> I remember that time. And they home, I, you play outside. I mean, I, I, I tell that time, I had a beach ball and I was practicing taking free kicks over the, the coach and the coach was in a nice side chipping it and thing, but and I hit a picture and it fall down, pop! <laughs> right? Behind our well, coach. Yeah. Well, I I didn't see nothing. And my mother, <laughs> my mother only discovered that baby about six months later. Uh. So, <laughs> my mother had this bad habit of changing wrong the house and thing. So she, so she thinks she changed it. No, so she's like, all the time I wonder where this picture go and look at for long years. So my father say, I wonder which one of them two chairs do that because she's taking up my sister and my little brother. She say, yeah. two? You mean three? I sure he was playing with that ball inside your house. I think I said, oh, quiet. She said, well, I really wonder. The corner burst, nothing. I was like, oh, I thought you knew. I said, she said, well, I said, do I already kick a ball? And, and there it know? is. Yeah. So, so. As a parent, I will have to get vexed with my child, but I go hold it against them. Fair enough. I know that. I know that. I can't, I can't tell my son I never played yours. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So sibling rivalry. Um. Growing up, we see that you um made it to the um U15 of the United States. Um. Like um. Be, be, just before you make that that jump. Um. Did you take it, always take it seriously, or was there a certain moment that you you came to the realization that hey, I could be better than average? Um, yeah, I think I always took it seriously because because the the training that I was doing, I remember you know when I was nine, ten years old, whatever the case may be, 
Um, you know, we'd spend two, three hours and it wasn't, it wasn't me being forced to go train or, or, you know, me not wanting to train. Like I, I wanted to do it. It was something that I always wanted to do. Right. So right. I, you know, you know, when you're growing up in school and, and the teachers ask you, what are you going to be when you grow up? It was always, you know, being a footballer. That was always the, the objective and the goal. So I, yeah. I always took it seriously. And then obviously I think there are certain milestones or certain moments in your life when you realize it's more attainable than you think, because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it, it's, it is a long shot. It's not something that everybody gets to do. And it's not somebody that, that everybody can do. And, you know, you, you've got, just as you have people on your way telling you that, you know, you can accomplish it, you can do it. There are just as many people saying that you won't be able to. So yeah. um, it definitely was always the goal. And I, and I was, I was very happy to be able to get there. So. All right. All right. Um, that same team. Um, is there anyone um, that's on the current team that was on the team um, on the 15 team with you, the USA? Um, or anyone that made it to the professional level, played yeah. at the high level? There, there are definitely a few guys. I was actually having this conversation with somebody the other day. There, there. Um, I'm trying to remember some names. There are a few guys who, who you know, ended up in in Europe oh, and, and playing now. Um, who I met in that camp. Um, and we just, you know, whether we stayed in contact or not, just knowing their name and stuff like that. So, yeah, there definitely are some. I, I'm trying to remember some names. I can't really remember any at the moment. <laughs> That's all good. You wouldn't bust your brain. <laughs> all right so um in the u.s you frequently hear people talk about um so i think zlatan made it very like a hot topic you talk about how in the u.s is paid to play and he hates it for for youth development if your parents can't put a lot of money into it you probably can't make it as a pro like what is your what is your insight on this how did you go through you know how did you go through playing and then getting into into the profession um so i think so my path was a bit unorthodox in terms of everyone else because i didn't play club for a while i think up until i was maybe like 12 13 so everybody's all playing club at this time and right most most of that time i was just training with with, with my dad um i might guest play here or there uh with a team but most of the time i was just training with him and then when I did actually play for a club, uh, he coached the team. Right. So, um, you know, I think I think the path was a bit different in terms of that. And then um, a couple of years later, the academy program was kind of starting to come around and, and, and become a bigger name a little bit. So I ended up playing academy for a couple of years. Um, and then, you know, after that is usually usually going to college. So I think you know, in terms of, if, of how everyone usually does it, I, I, it was definitely different to most people for me. And, and um, you know, when you look back, I'm, I'm appreciative of it just as much and, and, and you know, not bothered that, that it was that way. But yeah, I think it was, I think for me, it was definitely different. All right. Um, so uh, I see here um, that you, your career says you, you went on, on um, spend time training with a lot of European clubs. You can tell me if I'm wrong, right? Barca, mm -hmm. Man City, Tottenham. Um, is that correct? Uh, Barca, Man City. Yes, yes, that's correct. Right. So, um, so tell us a bit about how you were scouted and, and the, the the time across there. Right. So, 
Barca, there was a there was a gentleman that came across from Europe at one point, and um, I think he was doing some some work with a club locally, and then uh, you know he ended up seeing some footage of me and whatnot, and and right. kind of made that happen, and that was a really good experience. I was just a bit young to you know yeah. progress with it and continue at that time, right. but that that went really well, and then. Um, as far as the Manchester City and Tottenham, I don't really, I, to be honest, I don't remember how the Tottenham one worked out. But Manchester City was was scouting again through, I think, one of the one of the youth national team tournaments. So, okay, um, yeah, that was that was that was really good as well. I, unfortunately, I, I I broke my leg on that trip, which was whoa, uh, yeah, that was a crazy one to to stomach. But yeah, that was a uh, still a good experience and still one that I enjoyed. How old were you when, when that, uh, you broke your foot? I believe 15 at that 15. point. Wow. And how, um, how was the, the rehab and getting back to full fitness, if you remember? Yeah, um, I mean, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't too difficult because it wasn't like a, it wasn't a bad break. Right. Uh, so I think like I was just about two months or something like that with a, with a cast on. Okay. Um, and... You know, at that point, you know, when I came back, I wasn't like in school or anything yet. So um, I didn't have to struggle with too much other stuff at the time. I was just kind of focusing on on, on healing up. So uh, it was it wasn't it wasn't too difficult. It was it was pretty easy. Okay, that's that's good to hear. Um, and so the time across there, you, you played with some. I'm seeing CSL Chelsea Academy. Is that correct? All right, so that's the academy you were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, that's academy. Yeah. So, so could you talk? I wanted you to talk about that. I wanted you to talk about um. So that academy, how, like, how did you get into that? What was that academy? Did that have a part to play in you getting those trials in Europe and stuff like that? No, no. So that's that's just like the the local club from from where I play. So the um, like the league they called it academy, like development academy, was just like uh the way that it was structured in the country at the time. So the, um, that's just, you know, my local club in my area. Oh, okay. uh, so where I grew up, you know, I, I played against them when I was playing for my dad and whatnot, and then um, just ended up playing for them in the end. Okay. Did it have any influence um, from Chelsea itself? Um, did they send coaches over? How did that work? No, no, all, all, we, all we really got was like some, um, like the same gear that they had. So like we had the same kit that they had. Uh, we had, you know, like bags and stuff like that. But there was no, I wouldn't say there was any like true affiliation in terms of like coaching and stuff like that because they- Well, I need to send the feeder true. Nothing like that. It was just, just right. like um, merchandising kind of- Right, right, right. Cause they had like, they had like two or three other um, clubs in the country with the same kind of setup. Okay, okay. All right, so let me ask you this question from at early age, it seems like your parents were very supportive of you in terms of your athletic pursuits. Was there ever like a decision if you would like try to get into college and then go pro or was the decision, yeah, well, I'm going pro one time. How, how was that balance for you? Because you mentioned after you broke your leg, you didn't really have to worry about the academics as such. So tell us about that. Um, well, no, but by that, I just meant like, I wasn't in school, like, cause it was over the summer. So I didn't have okay. to worry about okay. like struggling to go to school on crutches and all that. Right. 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 Honestly. Yeah. No, but, 
they were they were very supportive um, the whole way, and they, they had always told me from the beginning whatever it is that I decided I wanted to do, they were going to support that. Um, I still went down the path of of, of looking at schools. Um, you know, I had a couple of offers from a couple of schools that I was looking at, and then you know, at the end of the day, when it when it came down to it, and I was able to to make a decision that allowed me to play professionally, uh, that's when you know I kind of made that made that choice. It wasn't I wasn't going to pass up on school without having something you know there capable for me. Yeah. So, Joe, I like to ask this question. Not the, all the details. Like, what, what schools were you um considering going? Yeah. So, uh, I, to be honest, I was looking at I was looking at a couple of um. Ivy League schools, so like in the end, Princeton was the was wow. the main school that I was that I was looking at. Nice. To go. Okay. I should, I, I, I'm very sure you're from North Mo because I mean, you might just doing it hard. Yeah, I'm sure. Ah. sure, sure. <laughs> I sure, I sure, I sure. You I sure. yourself that way. I sure, I sure. All right. Um. So you went pro straight out of high school? Yes. Yeah. Straight out of high school. I did, yeah. yeah. All right, and that was with um, Rochester Rhinos. Uh, well, actually, in between that, I went to I went to Switzerland first, where yeah. I was supposed to have signed my first contract. I was there for a few months, um, but I had a visa issue, so it didn't really uh-huh. pan out, which is why it's not like registered and all that. But I was there training for a while with the first team and all that, so that was that was like my my first real pro experience. And then, unfortunately, when that didn't work out, that's when I came back and ended up with Rochester. How did that happen? How did you get the uh, the Swiss opportunity? It's a good question. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I only asked that. I only asked that because they, we had a previous guest, uh, Akil, who was talking about he would send hundreds of emails to teams, <laughs> sending yeah. his tape and stuff like this every day and all kind of stuff. So I just wanted to know, like, if that's if that's what is normal, you know? Uh, no, I don't think I don't think it was through that, uh, that avenue, but. Um, I'm trying to remember actually. I, I really, I really don't remember. But um, I'm, that's I'm, interesting. Though. Yeah, if I had to guess, I think it would be from from one of those tournaments again. But I, yeah, I don't. Like really... pinpoint something specific. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Understood. That's fair enough. Because I mean, new tournaments tend to give a lot of opportunities, and I mean the 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 opportunity is there, so it makes sense. Especially as I from you. So is the youth tournaments with your dad's team or is that with the academy? No, with the with the like youth national teams. Yeah, yeah on the 15 oh, teams and so national forth. Teams. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Speaking of those, um the transition um or the decision to go from U15 with the United States to U17 with Trinidad and Tobago. Well, hold on, I'll say how yeah. how did he how did he get onto the U15 United States team? Um, so that I think that was just scouting through like playing for the the, the academy team, and then that just kind of that's how that worked out. Wow, yeah, that seemed incredible. America, like America's big. <laughs> America, America's a big place. Like, so you get you get scouted from club football. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I, I think wow. uh, I guess they they, they uh, um, make sure and document that most, if not all, of the games probably. Again, it's a system. Once you have a properly operating system, your odds are again scouted or identifying talent, I should say. It's obviously going to be better. And that's that's what there is, a structure. Do you remember if uh, do you remember if they were like you had to send out a lot of tapes of yourself and stuff like that? 
Um, no, he didn't really have to. I think the, the way that they did it, like they tried to communicate with all the coaches and stuff like that. Um, you know, they tried to have a look at, obviously like they're looking at stats and stuff like that. And, and right, like, right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really, that's really how they, how they and, work. And the players would know when scouts are in, the, in attendance? Um, not really, to be honest. They, I mean, oh. other than, you know, if you were, if you were sharp enough to see them in like, you know, the U.S. soccer shirt or something like that, right. you know, but for the, for the most part, they, you know, they would try to have somebody watch the game because the way they did it was a lot of the times the games would be played in the same place. So, you know, they'd have, okay, they'd have okay. one guys kind of trying to watch the games and, and see how it's going. So how was that? How was it being with the national setup at under 15? Very competitive. Like, what was it like? Yeah, it was. It was definitely really competitive. It was. It was eye opening. Um, because you know the way that they that they operated and 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 did things was was quite interesting. Just to just to be a part of, and it was enjoyable. So I I think um, you know, it's definitely an experience that that I took something from and was able to grow from because um, it was my first kind of I guess you could call that a, a, a professional experience because right. of the that it was taken care of. So that was really good for me. All right, sorry. Go ahead, Osei. Right, yeah. Um, the decision um, to, to switch from United States to, to Trinidad and Tobago, um, like, when did that thought enter your mind or did somebody pitch it to you or what, what was the decision-making process like? The decision to, to, to switch? switch? From, yeah, switch from United States oh. to Trinidad and Tobago. So to be honest, the the plan was always kind of to play for Trinidad. Like, I had always wanted oh. to and and that was that was from you know the world cup experience and all that and, right and right right parents from there and and growing up with the culture so all of that kind of and doubles and yeah right 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 <laughs> all of that all of that pushed it for me so i think um that was always really the plan whenever i was able to do that yeah i i always say that not because i can't make kittens and all when i'm making it bread and all yeah mm. so i did yeah. come on come on uh, all right. Uh, all I, I, right. Hear, I, I hear another one I was going to add for you, Zwadi. I know you like your little metaphor and thing. A man say, if a, if a lion have a cub in the zoo, is the cub a lion or is it a zoo? Oh, what <laughs> nah, that's not the front like kind of weed. <laughs> it's that's real, it's real man. It's real man. That's not the front kind of weed. But all right. You see, why I don't, you see why I don't want to be an old man, Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, because you won't have a good understanding of literature. That's why. That's all right. Um, so the, the introduction to the Trinidad um, you, you set up, uh, what was that like? Um, do you remember what the tournament was? And, and how was it? How was the tournament? Yeah, the, the, the first tournament was the, the Caribbean qualifiers, I think. Okay. And that experience was... It was definitely new. It was new because I, I had never been in that kind of environment before in terms of just being around so many, so many Trinidad. Like that was the first time I was around so many Trinidadians who like I didn't know that kind of stuff. So right, it, right. It, was, it was new in that respect. Um, but it was it was it was fun. I mean, I I, I enjoyed every every bit of it. And the tournament, that's when I I, I think it's still a record. It should be at least. We we won 23-0 against against BVI and I think wow. the first yeah so that was yeah, that was um that was great and you know a, a lot of those guys that I met there are you know still involved in in, in some way in the football so yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was good 
Okay, okay. So were uh, you started? Were you playing from yeah, the jump? I was, yeah. I'm sorry. Before you ask the question, say any um, you had any issues understanding everybody accent? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, none. Nah, Man's walking out here. I encouragement. Yeah, the thing is, like, occasionally for me, at like, because obviously everybody still has their own kind of way of speaking. So some people would have been a little bit harder to understand than others. Some people were for quick, sure. But um, no, I, I think you know for the most part it was it was quite easy for me. I, you know, I'd been accustomed hearing it, and um, it's 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 still funny to me because you know, for example, I'm sure you guys know Less Than Paul. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, him and I, when we talk, everyone's complaining. They don't understand, and then, <laughs> I, I don't get it. But yeah, yeah, I understood everyone quite easily. Right, right, nice. Yeah, I don't understand South when they're talking sometimes. Yeah, that, that's only me, boy. Don't blame all South <laughs> for my um. Yeah, you can't, you can't just talk on OT. Come on, you, you seventeen, you twenty, um. And then senior team, but but before that you you joined um you come back to Rochester Rhinos right? That's mm. where you signed your first professional contract. Right. Um, what what age were you when you joined when you signed? That was I think I should have been around twenty. Twenty, yeah. Twenty, right? So they are both twenty year old signing professional contract. Um. This was USL too? Uh, well, just USL, yeah. Just USL, sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, tell us a little bit about um, how that was going away from home. Uh, it maybe wasn't your first time, but how, how was it? Maybe on your own and getting accustomed to the professional life. Yeah, so I think that, that experience in Switzerland definitely made me more comfortable being away from home and stuff like that. I think that right. was really good for me. And to be honest, like my, my parents had always prepared me to be away from home in terms of, you know, I know how to cook for myself. I know how to take care of myself, clean, all that kind of stuff. So um, it wasn't it, it wasn't really a, a, a difficult experience, anything like that. I mean, obviously, you, you miss your family and whatnot. Sure. But um, if anything, I was kind of happy to be just a little bit on my own for a little bit. You know, you get you get your own space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I well, feel that, well, brother. Trust me, well, trust me. Well, he didn't get it. He didn't get the college experience. So, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand, I understand. All right. And um, now, Rochester, um, it, maybe it's not, I mean, um, North Carolina is, is south. But you're more, you're closer to, I don't know if it'll be like, it'll be like, um, had the Southern hospitality like South Carolina and lower down. But um, what, what were some of the differences? Was there any, <laughs> hard to say, culture shock We're moving from North Carolina to Rochester? <laughs> not really. Uh, no, not really. I wouldn't say. I mean, the only thing is, is it's not really a culture thing, I'd say, but Rochester is a lot more, um, it's a lot slow, more slower paced than, than, than where I was living in North Carolina. Um, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, the, the weather is I want nobody. terrible. So, so Rochester is what country in New York? It's not really a little, a little more. Yeah, it's, it's it's up in the northwest, so it's you know a, you know a lot less a lot less interaction with people. It's definitely not the the hustle and bustle like New York City or something like that. Are you are you from Raleigh or Charlotte? I'm from Raleigh. Raleigh, yeah, Raleigh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a little busy, big city. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. 
We are, yeah. me and Andrew went to school in South Carolina, and uh, yeah, North Carolina definitely had it popping compared to South Carolina. For sure. Yeah. For and sure. my uncle is in North Carolina, so. And I actually live in South Carolina right now. I'm talking to you from South Carolina. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, do you did you ever feel like you were at a disadvantage because you went straight from high school into pro? Like, would you have? Do you feel as if you would have benefited from playing collegiate? Um, in terms of playing like professionally, yeah, uh, not really. To be honest, no. I think I uh, I enjoyed being able to get in at a younger age and being able to to refine myself and kind of going into the question that he was going to ask. I think it, it helped me and prepared me to to start, you know, the 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 profession because I started the professional process so much earlier. Younger, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So he was ready to be a pro. Right, and being able to to you know make the changes in my, in my game that I needed to make, and even still now I'm still making them. But I mean, you know, there, there are guys, you know, I'll have a conversation with guys regularly who, you know, there are guys who are now coming into the league that are that are my age and talking to me and saying, right. well, I wish I could have done this or I wish I could have done that. And you know, there's there's pros and cons to everything. Nobody's gonna, you know, n- nobody's nobody's perfect. I'm not saying the way I did it was the perfect way or the best way, but it worked for you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think it paid off. You're watching, you're watching these guys the same age and saying, I'm your veteran. <laughs> you're my rookie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm the OG. I'm the OG. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, I mean, I give him that. The, the thing is, especially, and I think that was the advantage, that he would have had the focus support, that he didn't need that maturing process that a lot of people would have needed to get in, in, in our college system. He was ready from early he, he got channeled from that so i think that's paying dividends no one I, I really appreciate the impact it, it, it's really good well i, I asked the question because i was interested in if um because again i think it was akil or somebody was talking about in their interview that um it was interesting the tactical differences each level they went up so they didn't go high school in the u.s they went high school in trinidad so they had the level mm-hmm. they were doing there then they came to collegiate and the level went up a little bit, but then they went pro and again the tactics changed a little bit. So awesome. I, th- I think I think he was saying all the way through until pro, nobody forced him to use his left foot. So he was all <laughs> he was all right for the whole time. There's levels to the game, and those are just kind of part of it. I mean, when when the way that the game is analyzed, the way that the game is perceived, the details in the game, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the the more you progress, the the more they become important so i can completely understand something like that um i I can see something like that or even you know when you when you go in and and you're discussing um certain tactics and certain ways that you have to play it's it definitely goes up and takes a step and even you know going from from club to to the national team those are steps that you know and and things are different you have so much less time to grasp so much information yeah Uh, so you, you just, you know, you always have to be thinking and, and, and be ready for that. Dre, you know Andy Solani, though? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, think last time okay, I, okay. Him, I think last time I was up by him, I was by parents. I came across him a line now. Because when I say rally, it was like, I remember that because our next man come, you say, boy, we get any dialect straight off the boat. So <laughs> So you probably I'm, see how you probably see how shitty is what is, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a professional setup. Yeah, Andre. So the, 
you know, you say um the, the tactical setup wasn't bad. Um, but was was there any any particular point or any particular aspect that that was was developed in this team? I don't know. Was it maturity? Was it outside of football? Like, what you remember the most from your playing time at Rochester? Um, I think so. That that was there was. I think for me there was a lot of adversity in that in that situation, mm. uh, and so that was the first time where I really had to assess myself and 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 really you know step outside of my comfort zone to to grow and um, you know I, I didn't play much that year and mm. a lot of you know the, the the coach expected a lot from me and, and asked a lot from me and I think you know that had a lot to do with that. Um, and you know, being young and having to having to grow, having to learn, I think I think that was good for me in terms of in terms of um, just that, that that whole growth period and and being able to now look back and say, you know what, that was really good for me. And, and the way I deal with situations now, I think, are all attributed to a, a lot to that year. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, you're not a man; you found by chance, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know so who do you, you know support? Who do you support? Um. <laughs> so I'll I'll be honest. Growing up, right. so from two thousand two, two thousand three, Thierry Henry was the guy. <laughs> oh sure. God! Yeah, sure, I didn't know this sure. <laughs> Right. So so for me, you know, for for a lot of years, um. <laughs> That's what my allegiance were, but it's difficult. It's tough now because you know the players aren't the same. Yeah, bro, bro, listen, I, I'm an Arsenal fan as well. I okay. like, I like three um Arsenal fans that denouncing Arsenal <laughs> like publicly. It's a man denouncing like have a tweet. Have a tweet that say Thierry Henry. Yeah, boy. Tricked, tricked two generations of people into supporting Arsenal, right? So don't feel, don't feel bad. Don't feel yeah, bad. Yeah, boy. We in the struggle together, boy, Trey, boy. Don't study it. <laughs> and the reason why I came here, man, you found um, I was alongside the um, the question are struggling and waiting for your time. Donny Van der Beek, I don't know if you're following. Um, he, he's not getting any playing time. And um, he, he real positive about it, boy. Like, he's waiting for my time and all. He say, I get my time, man. And things like that, and and you 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 said you had to go through that to mature and, and things, but like if you had to tell her um up and coming youth or up, up and coming pro, um what sort of advice would you give them, um while they wait on their turn? I think so. Everybody, everybody at some point, I think would say you're going to get an opportunity. You might not know what the opportunity looks like. You might not know what the opportunity is when it's in front of you, yeah. but it's going to come. And I think the most important thing is that you're just prepared for it. So it's very easy to be upset about the fact that you're not getting it or, you know, worry about the fact that this isn't going well and this isn't going right. But I think if, if as long as you are, are focused on what it is that you want to do and you're prepared for when your opportunity comes, right. you'll be able to take it. And then from there, everything, everything writes itself. That, that, that's, that's good um, information there. So while you were waiting on your turn, 
did you attack training especially hard? How, how did you um, translate your, your frustration, maybe your mentality of not playing, or did you just try to get better? How was that like? Yeah, so in, in the beginning, in the beginning, I was definitely, you know, lots of frustration and, and I wouldn't say giving up, but almost getting to a point where I was like, you know what, it's it's whatever, it, it doesn't really matter. Right. And I think that's why when I look back on it, um, it was so beneficial to me because one, I got that out the way. Right. And two, <laughs> and two um, you know, the coach didn't really allow that. He kept kind of, he kept pushing and kept saying, yeah, you, you know what, you keep doing this, keep trying this, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, so that kind of helped me with the mentality aspect of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm human. So there are still moments where frustration is going to set in and, you, you, you know, you're going to be upset and frustrated. But I think just having that, that base and making sure that, um, that you're always working and prepared for when that, that moment comes, I think, you know, that, that, that definitely came from that. I mean, I mean, you, you go through it even out of football entry level job. It definitely might have a way to turn and buy some time and kiss a few babies, shake a few hands to get a chance and things like that. So it's not only in football that that, that applies, not boys. So um, moving from Rochester to North Carolina, how did that happen? Uh, um, and I see you played a lot more. So um, I guess the coach. On that side, wanted you a lot or um, had more interest in playing you. Mm -hmm. okay. How did that um, happen? Yeah, so I think um, obviously, in, and that's close to the home too, which is good. Right. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, the first and foremost, it, it can't really ignore it. The playing style was different there. Um, okay. I think it was more suited to, to me and how I play. Um, if you don't mind my buttoning, but how so? What do you mean by that? Um, so, so the in Rochester was a bit more just you know defensive and and um, defense oriented, and you know I'm more of a at least for me more of a, a, a technical player, more of an attacking player. Um, so that's really you know what my game was more suited to. So I think uh, that move helped me with that. Um, but also, you know, I, I grew a bit as well. So even in the beginning, <laughs> Carolina, I, I wasn't playing as much in the beginning. And then halfway through that first season, um, I sorted some stuff out and, and ended up playing. And then we kind of went from there. Okay, okay. So, so more um, attacking, more suited to you. Did you have a more, well, you're playing now anyway, but do you have um, a freer role? Did you get the green light to um, talk, talk? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I, a little bit. I mean, it, it was in the beginning, no, but I think after a while when um, there started to be a bit more production and um, going forward, you know, creating chances, scoring goals and whatnot, um, that was kind of, that was kind of given a little bit. But uh, the thing for me was always just making sure that I was, doing my job on both sides of the ball. And I, you know, always took that seriously and always tried to grow with that. So it was, it was good to be able to work on that consistently. Right, right. Um, so I, I noticed attacking Forrest, um, saw a few goals you scored, some play the weeks you, you, you got. Um, so, so it had one I saw, um, <laughs> you pick up the ball, I think, and you, you bounce it off from the top of your box. And then a few seconds later, I collect it 
on top of the next box and and finish off um so you see like like fitness is is one of the major attributes of you along with um technical ability or um i would say so i would say so but i'd also say this yeah. Whenever there's an opportunity to score, I make sure the <laughs> around the box. Right, right. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always wanting to score. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, um, you know, I've had the conversation over the years with some of the coaches, and and one of the things that they noticed, you know, they 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 try to get me to be a bit more in terms of, you know, my my actions off the ball but they realize you know i'm always moving i'm always looking to be um you know particularly in and around the box and stuff like that so they, they appreciate that as well right. but um <laughs> yeah any, anytime there's, there's a chance to score i'm i'm, I'm there 100 <laughs> and i go like to like that's what i was that's what i was watching so when i was watching your highlights i'm like this man moving like lampard like yeah that's just, what i'm saying <laughs> man, the man stiffing out he's stiffing out the weight now shot coming there let me let me get around that you ready so it looks like it, it does look like you um definitely you like to score goals as a midfielder now so is your role like a box to box or is are you a number 10 or what so I've I've done a little bit of both. I think I, I'm starting to find myself more comfortable with the box to box, because it allows me to get more touches on the ball too, which For which, sure. which I appreciate. But um, uh, I, I I like them both uh, for different reasons. I mean, the number ten obviously are closer to the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether people like to admit it or not, you have a little <laughs> bit less responsibility. So right. that's a, that's always nice. But yeah, no, I I, I like them both. <laughs> but do you like do you like giving assists as well or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I do. I really I that's that's a part of the game that I appreciate because um you know while I while I said I like Arsenal, I, I really like Barca growing up too. And and that was a team where you know they're always sharing the ball with each other and, and right. you know always playing the extra pass. And that I, I began to appreciate that about football. So the extra pass is that that I really love and 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 try to do. So he went you say you went from Playing for Chelsea to playing for Arsenal—that's what it sounds like you're saying. <laughs> you went from you went from everybody have to be defensive and their responsibilities and stuff like that to kind of owning the ball. So, with your father, um, with your father taking such an interest in your in your career and stuff like that, does he um is he like your harshest critic to this day? Like, is he oh. is he watching your performances and asking why you didn't do? <laughs> There's no. No denying, no question about that. That's that's easy. <laughs> well, he's at he's at every game though. He's he oh he's watching every game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's something that that I can't like I could never not appreciate because yeah. you know both both him and my mom made sure to always give that support and that's always appreciated. And you know, like you said, he, he's the biggest critic. So sometimes sometimes you don't want to hear it. Sometimes you 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 know you don't like it. But I think the older I get and the more that I can, you know, appreciate the the support that they've given me. I, I you know, obviously understand that some days it's going to be what you want to hear. And honestly, even sometimes when I do play well, I mean, there was a game, you know, I, I, I think I had two goals and assists. I was <laughs> no, seriously, we won five nil. Um, and, you know, you told me good job, obviously, but then there's still, ah, you could have had more. You could have had more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, I, I, I'll never, I'll never be 
at least now i'll never be upset about it i'll you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand where it comes from and and yeah. and i appreciate that for sure, right. for sure, for sure. And I mean, I don't want to assume, I don't want to just assume your dad, because um, I heard you've mentioned your mom a couple of times and stuff like that. Now, is her interest in football, like, just based on you, or she had an interest in football from before as well? Um, well, no, I mean, she never really, like, played or anything like that. I think it's just, um, <laughs> I don't want to say she doesn't have a choice, but, you know, my dad <laughs> coaches, I play, my brother plays, like, it's yeah. just, it's something that's always been, always been around, so, um yeah, she's always been there to, to, to help out and, and and I guess do her part as well. So something I've always been interested in. So from the outside, well, obviously maybe on the on the level of Premier League and La Liga and stuff like that. From the outside, people like to talk about tactics from like a perspective, like if it's a, it's a video game or something. So 442 with this thing and the movements, whatever, whatever. So in your career so far, how much have you experienced sort of like that sort of uh, concept of, of being drilled on tactics and stuff like that and coaches being very concerned about why your positioning is in a certain way or certain uh, movements in transition, et cetera, et cetera. Like what has that been so far? Yeah, so obviously, I mean, some, some coaches are a lot more strict about it than others. So there are some coaches who are very, you know, this this is how we're playing. We need to be in this very rigid with with, yeah. with the structure. And then there are some coaches who are a lot more loose about it. I mean, they don't really, they're just more interested in, you know, if this guy has the ball here, he needs to have an option here, here, and here. More like and, a philosophy than tactics. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever that may be, it is. But as long as there's somebody here. Yeah. Um, you know, both of them, obviously, you know, they have their, their, their pros and cons, but, um, you know, they, they, everyone has their own way. So, yeah, I think, I think, you know, everyone does a little bit of both. Hmm. As a player, as a player, you have a preference. So like, do you, do you prefer knowing kind of well-drilled on exactly what's supposed to be way type of thing, or you like more of the, I mean, you said you like Ronaldinho, so I assume the answer is the latter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think for me, what, what I've appreciated most and, and been happiest with is, um, you know, having that structure on, on the defensive side of the ball. And then when you have the ball, having the freedom to to, to move about the pitch and, and just make yourself available in, in, in different spaces. I think, um, you know, it, it's fun to play the game that way. And, and it's a bit more confusing for the opponent as well, because, you know, one second they're looking up and it might be me they're up against and then the next minute it, it's you and and they have to figure out how to deal with that and how to defend that and and all the different things that everyone brings to the table mm. okay nice, nice um so so to um one on a lighter note so um the max is a sandry boy <laughs> is your father a arsenal fan as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I knew i knew that i knew that one <laughs> 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 it's it, it, same here, boy. We get a, a heavy dose of influence from that. I realize a lot of guys who <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal fans, the fans definitely Arsenal fans. I try to get my son, my son watching Bruno and chanting um, goal and thing. And say, <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, hopefully, you right? And, and the second question is um, is your father your manager or um, agent, whatever you want to call it, or do you have a uh, designated agent or something like that. No, I mean in in the beginning he was he was more of an agent, but um, 
now yeah now i work with work with an agency and then right, right, right. We'll take care of that yeah all right cool 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 um so um you played for three years for, for north carolina um what was the biggest um biggest learnings coming out of that that experience um yeah i think going into it i was still a a, a young young professional and and so on the flip side of that, coming out on the other side, I think just getting myself into routine, into a routine, like a training routine, making sure I'm taking care of myself, just the, the, the things that make you a professional, I guess I would say, which um, are not always the easiest things to, to talk about now because I don't remember all of them. They're just so normal right. now. Right. Um, you know, just, I think I, I grew a lot in that way. Um, through that experience so that, that was that was really you know i'm really grateful for those years and, and and those moments that i was able to to get all of that out of it which um which which pro which which, which one of your vets um had the most impact on you hmm. there are a lot actually because to be honest I, I was always i was always one of the younger guys even you know yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy to me because um, obviously you guys know young guys like take equipment and stuff like that, you know, away trips and all that. So going in, obviously I expected I would be one of those guys and it seemed like every year I was like, all right, well, I won't have to do that anymore. And, <laughs> and it's because, you know, I, I, when guys are coming into the team, you're thinking, all right, these guys are new, but a lot of the guys who came in were older than me. Right. So um I was always one of the younger guys, so those <laughs> those guys always kind of look after me, and and everyone presented their own own influence because right. I would, every day I was you know happy to be there and 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 excited to work, and they, you know they just made sure to keep keep me you know level headed and, and and keep me ticking over whether things were going well and and I was feeling good you know making sure to remind me keep doing these things that that are helping you achieve this, and if it was not going so well just reminded me to keep working and, and keep pushing so that I can I can get out of that little slump. Cool, cool. Um, so 2019, um, called up to the senior team. Um, I guess you were working towards that. Um, how did you get the first call? Remember who, um, did you get an email? Did they call you up? And, and how was the first, um, the first game you played for Trinidad Tobago senior team? Um, yeah, I think I got a, I think I got a, a message on either a message on WhatsApp or a call on WhatsApp from the manager. Um, obviously Dennis was the coach at the time. And right. Right. Yeah. That was, that was, it, it was obviously really exciting for me. I, I, I didn't really expect it at that time. You know, I, I, things were going well in, in terms of the, the club season. And, and so I, I think the timing probably was, um, good in terms of you know the space of, of if there was a time in my career when it would have happened i think that would have been it basically right. is what I'm trying to say. so yeah no that, that was it was it was really exciting and the first the first couple of games i think it was nation league games i think we played honduras and martinique for for, for those set i didn't play them but um you know it was it was a good experience and uh, and good to be around the team and and, and be around that kind of that that um you know, just a senior team football. So, so that was, that was really good. And then I did end up playing not too long after that. We had, we had some friendlies that we played Ecuador and, and Venezuela. And that's when I was able to play. 
You remember that that game? Um, you, how was how was it? How was the first cup? Uh, the Ecuador game. Yeah. How how was it? Anything stood out, or was just it, or just passed by? No, I mean it. It was <laughs> it was um. There was a lot. There was a lot of stuff going on. I'd say because obviously it's it's the first start and um you know a few other guys were getting their first their first whether it was their first start or just you know they hadn't played as much right um so everyone wants to impress obviously and then we were in i believe we were in ecuador either in ecuador or in venezuela one or two oh. and and um so you know the crowd is there and and, and making sure that they're heard and whatnot <laughs> um and then on top of that we played i think valencia uh played for them that day who's yeah, yeah. You know, a big player you, you watch on tv and stuff yeah like for that. sure yeah so I, you know there, there was quite a bit going on um at the time but no it was it was it was at the end of the day you know it's it's, it's a game of football it's what you it's what you want it's what you you know you're playing the game for so so that was um that was good you got full 90 uh not quite i think did i no, I think I I think I came off in the second half at some point. Okay, okay. okay, yeah. okay. So World Cup, you had you all had the whole nation behind all you. I think we were chanting in the living room for that penalty. Shoot out for Fender to, to just save one, just save one, save one, save one. <laughs> and um I remember Shen sending our whole group chat and everybody was just like, just save one. Um how, how was that experience um with that game in particular? Came down to penalties. Was it nerve wracking? What, what do you remember about that game? Yeah, I just remember nerves, honestly, <laughs> um, <laughs> because that. So that's the first time I'd ever been in a in a penalty shootout, and right. um, you know, I, I do trust myself from the spot. I, I scored a few. Yeah, goals. you took it real calmly. <laughs> but, but the thing is that 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 walk up. I mean, like you said, you know, we one thing that we always made sure to remember was, you know, the whole country is, is, is watching us and, and, you know, more so at that time, obviously we're not out of it yet, but the state of football in the country wasn't at its highest. And, yeah. and um, you know, we were trying to restore some, some hope and, 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 and some love for the game and, and for the national team. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, that, that was, all of that is kind of going through all of our heads and, walking up to the spot nobody had missed yet either so right. i think you know that definitely plays in your head because you don't want to be the guy to miss you don't want to be That's the right. first one. right so um you know i was definitely thinking about all of that as well and um at the at the end of the walk i just kind of had to compose myself and remind myself you know this is this is the same penalty you take in training it's the same penalty <laughs> club um you know same distance same size of the goal all that. so <laughs> I was able to, to to calm myself down from there, but yeah, definitely just nerves, nerves, nerves. Okay, so um, how how does how did this work though? Because I see some madness with, with some coaches who are wrong asking the same day if men want to take. Um, did you guys plan it all before, or how was it? Uh, well, so so coach had us at the end of each training session. He had us taking penalties. Right. Um, and then when when it came around, he he did ask, he just asked, he said, who wants to take one? So, right. um, you know, the first five guys uh, kind of put up their hand at it sporadically. I remember, um, <laughs> so Mucket, Mucket said he wanted to take one, but he didn't know he was going first. 
still you know still do this thing so no i mean everyone um you know we we, we got a five together and then after that obviously it's one by one and so they were kind of it was a, a mix of, of calling out from the sideline who who they were sending up and um you know there was one guy i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put him on the spot but now nah, don't put him on blast they asked him to take one and he was you know he was honest he was honest in terms of you know i, I don't want to take one I, i'm, I'm right. not feeling anything. and for me at least i i respect that so much just because it's easy to say you know what yo you, you should want to take one you, you should be taking one but um you know he, he put the team above himself right. he didn't, you know a lot of guys would want that glory and 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 uh you know he was selfless in that moment and and somebody did step up and we ended up winning and and that's you know that's all we could ask for for sure for sure i feel a lot of, i could feel the energy in trinidad from that football trust me and and we carried it over to the mexico game did you play in that game did you come on in that game no no i didn't come on in that game but what was it like did, um you still could feel <laughs> How intense it was! The crowd was aggressive. What do you remember about that game? Yeah, I mean, from from the moment we we arrived to the stadium, I mean, <laughs> there's traffic everywhere. You know, so many play, and and we knew it would have been, um, you know, heavily a uh, favor to the to, to the Mexicans in terms of like the fans and and how many yeah. and whatnot. So the whole stadium is green. Um, yeah. You know, they're all there long before kickoff. They're 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 making lots of noise and. Um, to be honest, it's, it's, although we were the away team it well, away team, it seemed like it, um, that's the kind of environment that I think everyone would want to play in on, uh, on a given day. So, um, definitely appreciative of that and, and the experience, you know, to be able to, to walk out of there and, you know, obviously it was unfortunate with, with the injury yeah, situation. For sure, for sure. And um, the way everything turned out afterwards, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the the result was huge for for us for the country. Uh, we you know we we were so happy with that, and you know we wish we could have we could have built on it a bit more, but yeah. that was uh, that was big time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, how did the trade to Mem- Memphis happen? Um, did the coach want you or? Normally, um, in, um, USA football is a little different. Um, it, it's trades in USL, right? How does it? Um, well, this one in particular, like I, I, I went to to Nashville, the the MLS team for preseason. Right. Um, and you know that was a bit. It was a a pretty wild scenario. Um, you know there was there was COVID involved and right, and, right, right. and stuff like that. So. Uh, I, nothing went to plan with that. So after that, um, you know, the the coach had already contacted contacted my agent. I think after the season before, and you know, discussed his interest and whatnot. So um, I think it kind of went from there. You know, my my contract was up with with North Carolina, and they were switching leagues as well. So okay, um, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty straightforward to be honest. Wow, they were switch they were switching leagues. What do you mean by that? They were yeah, they went so they went to to League One um which is like the league below the the USL championship that's like relegation uh no 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 Not really right yeah that was just i think you know with the some of the strains from covid and stuff like that um 
I think financially that was that was a decision that okay. that they made. Okay. Understood, understood. And and, and you meet up um Leston Paul in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um that's the first time you played a, a fellow Trini or you had Trini on your side before? Uh no, I think that's the first time I played with no 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 I played with um I played with Kareem Moses. I don't know if you know him. Um he was in North Carolina, yeah. He okay. played for the national team a couple of times. Okay, nice, nice. Um so so Memphis, um how's it going so far? Um the first season, right? Yeah, yeah, this first season, yeah. How's it going so far and what do you would you like to achieve this season? Um so I think you know, it started off kind of slow for me personally. Um, so I wasn't I wasn't too pleased with that, but uh, things are starting to to look up now and, and, and look a bit better. And and for me, you know, I'm usually a guy who's who's involved in the goals and the assists and whatnot. And right. you know, obviously hasn't hasn't happened yet, which is which is disappointing. But um, you know, like I like I mentioned before, just in terms of making sure every day that that you know, I'm going back in and working hard. And, you know, we had a little break recently and, and I had some conversations with, with the coach and with family. And I think since then I've turned some things around and, and, and started playing much better. And, and the team is in a good spot right now, pushing for playoffs. So um, we're just hoping everything kind of comes together as, as the season's coming in, to an end. So what's uh what's what's next for you, man? What's what's next for you? You want to continue? Like you want to get into the MLS? Like what's what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, that's 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 a hope and and that's a goal for me right now. And and um, you know, I I've always I've always said that I, I want to go where where football will take me. I, I just want to you know play to the best of of, of my abilities and and see how how far how far that'll get me. So that's definitely a goal of mine. Um. You know, I've always wanted to go back to Europe. Obviously, you know that that's that's depending on, on on certain situations, and it's even harder now than than it would have been before. But you know, that's something that that I'm I'm going to keep trying out as well. And also, and also getting more caps for Trinidad. Of course, of course. That's you know, um, I I personally really really enjoyed the time with Angus. I, I thought he was thought he was spectacular with the group in terms of. You know, he, he he brought something to the table um, in terms of what he wanted tactically, and 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 even off the field, I think he he did a really good job of just getting to know everybody and and, and getting everybody on his side, really. So, yeah, um, yeah I think I think all around, um, that's that's that that's good for me, and I, and I hope I can do that. I hope I can be involved. Um, I mean, so my last question would just be um. What's something I think I asked this before to somebody else, but like, what's something that fans say and think often about footballers that is really just a huge misconception? So, what's like something you see people tweeting about and saying all kinds of stuff that's like, oh, that's nothing like what it's like? <laughs> um, I think one thing, one thing for me, and, and maybe I'm a little biased, but people. A lot of people only see the end product. A lot of people only see, you know, Saturday night when the ball kicks off and and you know guys are running around and, and enjoying themselves. I don't think people are fully aware of of everything that it takes to to play, specifically at a, at a professional level. I mean, there's so much other stuff involved in it that that we have to account for and take care of and 
um you know even my friends sometimes they they get a little carried away and and they think life is just easy and fun all the time but um, I don't know I mean everybody obviously has their their own stuff that they have to go through I'm not trying to make it seem like you know we're we're some kind of superhero or something like that but uh, we, we definitely put in a lot more work I think than people realize or 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 are aware of yeah, okay. fans are definitely, uh, and myself included, um, even you only hear about <laughs> it's like um, they act yeah. like um, athletes. They are not humans, too, yeah, for real. For real, yeah. for real, for real. <laughs> um, so my last question, um, you're still a, a young adult. Um, like, what would you tell a youth that is in Trinidad to be good? Trying or on the US trying to make it, um, maybe they're on the brink of giving up, maybe they're not. Um, that just some 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 broad advice that uh, you that want to make it to the professional level. Similarly to 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 what I had stated before, in terms of just making sure that you're always always ready, always prepared, and 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 always working. I mean, there there are going to be countless ups and downs, and not even in just the game, but in life in general. So I mean just recognizing that that's that's a part of it and accepting that for what it is and not allowing that to to bring you down and 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 you know consume you uh, uh too much because those are going to happen they happen to everybody and um just just making sure you know staying focused making sure that you know if, if if this is if this is my goal what are the steps i need to to do to accomplish it and, and not letting other stuff get in your way because a lot of the times it's easy to to get distracted and, and want to go do things that other people are doing and um you know that might not be best for you so just just focusing on yourself and and, and making sure that you're you're taking the proper steps to achieve what you want to achieve yes um <clears throat> andre we, we really appreciate you bro uh, we want to thank you for coming on and sharing some knowledge with us. Um, it was really good getting to know you. Um, Real level headed, though. Real level headed. Very good um, interview. I feel like I feel like that. Um, you benefit. You've benefited from being like the youngest so often. So you're mm-hmm. a lot. You're around a lot of old heads who <laughs> kind of keeping you. Hey, yeah. let me just focus though. I guess so. It's very, very good talking. Very good listening to you. Um, for sure. Very um. Very measured in almost everything is said for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, um so. and don't give up on us, no, no, boy. No, 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 give up on us, give up on us. Give up on us, give up on us. We're going through too much already. You're going through too, like COVID, <laughs> like, all kind of thing we're dealing with. You don't need that. You don't need that too. <laughs> so so bro, once again, we want to thank you for coming on. Um, we know the um people enjoy to look at it. Um, we get to know you better, um, more insights on your story. We fill in the gaps um from Wikipedia, so that's good. Um, you you're up and comer with the national team, and we hope to see more of you um with Ankos. We wanna wish you and your team all the best going forward in the USL and um all the best, bro. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, bro. It was a pleasure. Have a good night. Thank you too. Yeah, bless it. Later. Fire, 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 fire.